You're now tuned into the Hardwood Brand Podcast with your favorite guys, Brian and Kyle. What's up, everybody? We're back for another episode. Yes, sir. I'm Dorian. And I'm Kyle, man. So, today, we figured we'd talk about our favorite all-around basketball players that have played in the NBA because of what my guy Russell Westbrook has been doing these first couple games. Dude's averaging a triple-double, averaging 39 or 38, 10 and 10. It's scary. So that kind of led us to doing this episode and thinking about who have been the best all-around players Mm -hmm. in the league Mm -hmm. on both sides of the ball. This will be in no particular order. We're just going to maybe just go past and present. Yeah, go back and forth. Go back and forth. Russ is scary, man. Yeah. Can he can he uh, keep it up, you think? I don't think he has a choice because his team is horrible. Well, the, the front office and the president seem to think otherwise. They just gave Stephen Adams $100 million and Oladipo $80 million. I don't, I don't know what they're seeing. Oladipo can work on his album now. He got all that money. Singing. New York. <laughs> I know I sing that every episode. That's all right. That's the only song that he's sung. Maybe him and Jerry Stackhouse will come out with an album. So, uh, let's start the list, man. Uh, you want to start in the past or you want to just start with, with the present guys? Because not too many present guys. I so mean, I don't know. We, whatever let's let's do. let's do we'll do we'll start with the point guards. Okay. And then we we can go back and forth. So um, I'll throw out Magic Johnson. It's hard to argue with that one, man. Magic was. Whew. I think Magic alone, that game six that he had in his rookie season in the finals alone, when he played center, puts him in this category. Nineteen, eleven, and seven career, and he played. All positions. Yeah, he 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 started uh, playing. What was he, like six nine point guard. Six nine point guard. Yeah. Nobody ever seen that before. And then after that, we saw LeBron, and we've seen Penny, and we've seen so many Grant Hill. We've seen so many other guys that'll probably be on this yeah. list that have uh, probably looked up to Magic. So it's true. Magic is my in, in my list of all time. I don't know if we've ever done that, but he's my favorite player. Mm. Uh, I think he changed the game. Yeah. His IQ is alone is is through the roof. I'm I'm with you with that, man. I know people got Mike up there automatically, but for me, since I played point, it was magic to see somebody that tall Mm -hmm. have the skills that he had back in the day. Scary, right? Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. He, uh, if I could just give you this, I mean, three. he was a three-time NBA MVP, five-time champion, three-time finals MVP, 12-time All-Star, nine-time first-team All-NBA. And this was back in the era when every team was good. Can you just imagine if Magic played now, no. how much they would have to give him? If you got guys getting $70 million and $80 million that don't deserve it, what are you? What are you gonna pay Magic? What? What are you gonna give him? Two hundred million? Man, man, we'll say that for another. Episode. Okay, all right, I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. So that that's just a point guard I threw out. I guess old yeah. old school. So during just get you. We can go back and forth, man. In no particular order. Who you got, man? Past or present, don't matter. Uh, who you got? We'll we'll do somebody not so obvious. Gary Payton. Mm. GP the glove, huh? I hated Gary Payton. Me too. Gary was solid player, solid point guard. Like like I said before, I played points, so I paid a lot of attention to these point guards. Mm-hmm. So with Gary Payton, he was so fierce on the offensive end, but he was known for his defense. More so than his offense, I he guess. was, because his nickname was the Glove. Yep, dude could run an offense, get to push the ball up. He had developed a solid outside shooting game. 
he just brought an intensity to the game that not many at his position had. And that's why I put him on this list. Because on both sides of the ball, you had to know where Gary Payton was at all times. Nine-time defensive first team. Damn. And you know what Gary Payton, and it's kind of like your game. Well, I take that back. It's not. Gary Payton talks so much trash and getting your head mentally. And it'll throw your game off. You're the opposite. You allow people to talk to you. Then you start talking to them, throw them out their game. But Gary, he's chewing the gum, smacking in your ear. And you're like, man, I got to deal with this tonight. And, and, I mean, he was in you. Like, in you. Yeah. Um, that, like you said, they call him the glove, and that was that was something that you know when you when you played back in the day, like it wasn't. I don't really see it too much now. Like the coach would be like, "Yo, get in him." Yeah, like, yeah. Because they call foul and everything. Yeah, like Gary Payton used to body people. Like, he did. He would like when you say get in him, he was. It was skin to skin. Yeah, I, I can only think of probably like one or two players currently that that have that same mindset and style of play. I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll mention them later on. But yeah. you're right. I, I don't see too many guys play defense like that. Nah. I see the opposite. Yeah, people don't play D. The Ole D. Man, James Harden D. Might as well just call it that. Or Carmelo. I seen a dude go past Carmelo. I thought his shoes were stuck to the floor. I said, what, Carmelo, what are you doing? I said, what are you doing? It's shameful, man. It is. Um, so you got GP. We talked about magic. Let me let me look. Shooting guards. Ooh. Ooh. Man, just go ahead and say him. Mike? I mean, if you want to say Mike, you can say Mike. I was thinking somebody old school, but I say I'm but but Mike is a default all the time. I'm not even gonna bring him. I'm not even gonna talk about Mike. So we shouldn't even put Mike on the list. I'm not. Well, Mike is. I'm not talking about Mike. All right. What about Walt Frazier? A little ahead of our time. No, I, I watch Walt. I mean, I watch old games, mm-hmm. and I saw what Walt did. I just I never got to really see Walt play like that. The only thing I know about Walt is the vocabulary and, and the dressing. And the dressing. That's why I wanted to throw him out there. Clients. That's why I wanted to throw him out there. Uh, but I mean, I, as far as offensively, he did his thing. Like I don't know too much about him. Like I pride myself on knowing stuff about the NBA, but you got yeah. me right here. No, I, I just wanted to throw him out. Like you said, the vocabulary and then the outfits are ridiculous. Stick to itiveness, right? <laughs> it's, it's so ridiculous. My my player would be George Gervin. I don't know what he did defensively, but I know rebounding. He um, he was an assist man, but he was known for the finger roll. Smooth game. Man, smooth. Very smooth. Uh, and they said they had never seen anybody with that finger roll ever. Hey, that's crazy to think about playing a game and you coming up with a new shot. Exactly. He 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 invented pretty much that finger roll. He's known for that. Like Kareem is known for the hook. Yeah. Mike is known for the fadeaway. He's known for the. They said he would throw the ball up high and see the rotation, and it was like in slow mo, hit the backboard and just fall right in. Crazy man! So, I don't think we'll ever see players come up with a new shot or innovation like that. Maybe, maybe, but I, I don't know. Maybe somebody can come. Maybe DeAndre Jordan or or uh, what's your boy's name Drummond can come up with the underhand, underhand one hand free throw shot. They need to do something. <laughs> I'm tired of being late in the games and DJ can't make a damn free throw. And then he act like, like dude, you know you ain't making them. I'm sorry. Uh, Anywho. So who who do you have? But yeah, just George Gervin. Uh, I, I think all around game and he was smart as well. That that plays a big factor when we're talking about a lot of these guys because this list, everybody on here had a basketball IQ. You have a lot of guys that are just athletes. Yeah. I think that's what's missing from the game today is a lot that's keeping these guys from being well-rounded players is they can only do one thing and they don't have a high basketball IQ. And when the guy has high basketball IQ, they're clearly above the rest of the league. Like you see people like Chris Paul, you see people like Chris Paul's IQ is high. It's high. LeBron. That's high too. It's off the charts. It's high too. 
With, with, Even Russell. Russell's IQ is high. I know people think of Russell and they think of scoring, but what we've been seeing lately, like... Russell's just out of his mind, too. He is. He just... He, I think he plays with so much passion, and if you look at the Russ that came in the league, not to cut yeah. you off, the Russ that came in the league and then the Russ now, there's definitely be, been a big change. Right, right. So, right. Uh, I think he's working on it. He just goes at 150. Yeah, but I, I, mean. I think he, he knows where to get people... Uh, the ball and even our boy James Harden. Yeah, his I, IQ is. It, yeah, you're right. I guess and coaching, I guess has something to do with it because you you were, you had mentioned him a couple episodes back that uh, Dan Tony wanted to run a style of basketball and it's working for him. He's been averaging 15 assists yeah. literally, and it's, it, it comes very easy to him. Easy, but we'll see if this lasts the whole exactly, exactly. the whole uh, season. Um, but yeah, IQ plays a big factor. So, so go ahead, man. Um, I'm gonna just say the person since we were talking about triple doubles, the big O, Oscar Robinson. That's easy, right? That's easy. Like, Scary, man. I think Oscar, he could play now because I think he was ahead of his time mm-hmm. back then, playing the way he used to play. That one season, I think it was sixty-one, sixty-two. He averaged 29, 11, and 10. 29, 11, and 10? Damn. That's just an average. So he probably put up ridiculous numbers at some point in time. 29, damn. That's a lot. 29. He averaged a triple-double for the whole season. Will we see that again? I want to say Russ could do it, but I think the wear and tear on, on his body... And the fatigue that he's going to go through because he has to carry his team so much. You ain't lying. Is, may hinder him. It's tough. When you got guys like Andre Roberson, who who are, they're wide open. Yeah. He, throw, he, he throws on the ball. He don't even shoot. Right, right. So, you're right. Russ is going to have to. And you got to have skilled players around you. I mean, most of his assists are coming from dumping it to Stephen Adams and Cantor. And because those guys know their role. Exactly. They're, but, not, they're not going to go whereas, inside their role. Whereas Oscar Robinson, they played in an era where, like we said, people were fundamentally sound. Absolutely. People could hit a 15-foot jumper. Easy. Free throws, right. People could make their free throws. People could make an easy layup. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, these cats only want to dunk and shoot threes. Like, nobody really has a mid-range game, and it's not as reliable as... The players of the past, like you knew, you gave it to who knows, uh, like a role player. You knew he was gonna hit that jumper and you was gonna get that assist, like Byron Scott or oh, yeah, Michael perfect, Cooper. Perfect, you know, perfect some, example. You know, Byron, it was cash. Yeah, you knew, you threw it to them. It was gonna like be a John a, Paxton or yep. Steve Kerr, like not just threes. They, like you said, they they knew their role and they had a a, a good high skill set, like a Kenny Norman or something. Now, Kenny Norman is not known for 15-footers, okay? Hey, man, he used to hit that free-throw line. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, you reaching, aren't you? Let's talk about small <laughs> forwards. Okay. Um, My small forward would probably be... So, I have two. But I'll give you, I'll give you Clyde Drexler. Ah, that's a good one. Who... Uh, well, I'll just give you Clyde. He don't and, get enough credit. And I was going to say that, that uh, it's unfortunate because Mike came in yeah. and and just changed the game. And because Mike had the sneaker deal and the look and Mike cut all his hair and Clyde left some of his hair, I guess. I don't know. Um, it was just because the Trailblazers were pretty good, right? They were solid. A, um, I, I think Mike, came, he was a young guy, was in the dunk contest. And it just took over. And people didn't realize Clyde could play. Clyde had a jump shot and played defense yeah. and could jump just like Mike. But yeah. like like you said, didn't get the credit for it. Yeah. I don't and I don't know why. Like they even played each other in the finals that one year. Clyde was a little older, but man, I, every time I think of Clyde the Glide jerks, I always think of that that uh picture of him playing against the Lakers and he just flying in the flying air. in the air right he was the man they they don't get, they don't give him enough credit he doesn't get enough due man and I, I don't know why 
I mean, he was averaging 26 5 2 his career. Damn. You know, he That's did crazy. he did get a chip. Um he was a 10-time All-Star. Uh he made the NBA first team and second team, but I, I just don't think he, he gets enough credit. I don't know why that is. He was the man. He he could jump. Yeah. He was a great passer. So I put Clyde on there. I have another gentleman, but I want, you know, give me your guy first, and then I'll bounce back and give you my uh, other guy that I have. Scotty Pippen. Mm. 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 That's Scotty. We saw how valuable and how – Skilled Scotty was those years. Mike retired. Everybody thought Scotty was just the the sidekick right. that only could do so much. Right. On the defensive end, he was a monster, but on the offensive end, he had to play second fiddle to Mike. But once Mike retired, everybody was like, "Whoa!" Yeah, yeah. Scotty could do whatever. Like Scotty was scary because on the defensive end, he was so long. And just kind of got after it. But on the offensive end, you just – he didn't have no weaknesses. Did Scotty have to play the best player every every night? Or, like, what – I think back then, yeah, like, you know. They would switch because yeah, Mike, Mike – Mike took, Mike was a dangerous person. On yeah, team. I'm not taking nothing away from Mike at all. I'm not – no, don't – But I think most of the time Scotty, Scotty would – just Scotty, because Mike took a lot of the offense yeah, on, right? So. Like Scotty guarded Magic in the finals, which was tough. I think even – when they played the Pistons, I saw Scotty get out on Isaiah, and Isaiah was quick, and he got out on Joe Dumars and those guys. So, like you saying, being versatile and and once again IQ, we can't yeah. stress that enough. He yeah. had long arms and everything. I mean, I'm sorry that he's going through what he's going through right now. But you talking about the divorce? Yeah, with the wife. Well, you know, things happen. I mean, he had a solid career, nothing crazy, but he had a sidekick number sixteen, six, and five. Not too bad. No, nah, that, that, I mean that's solid. Yeah, playing solid. playing Mike next to Mike. That's the <laughs> average sixteen playing with Mike, and that's saying something. That's saying a whole lot. Um, I uh, I wanted to mention somebody that I think changed the, and he didn't really get a, a lot of due because he played in the ABA, but changed the image and he just the whole look of the NBA would be Julius Irving. Oh man, the uh, doctor. I mean, they all they always talk about the layup. <laughs> and then I talk about Michael Cooper. He should have just retired that night. <laughs> Poor Michael Cooper. Uh, but Julius Irvin, uh, you know, he averaged 26, I'm sorry, 22, 6, and 4. But wow. Julius Irvin was, I think his his better years were in the ABA. And then once he got to the NBA, I mean, he still was at a high level. Yeah, but it wasn't. We didn't see it. We didn't get to see it. Yeah. He was playing at such a high level in in the, in the ABA. And then once he got to the league, there were so many other guys. and, and It was a different style of basketball, It was. Too. It was. But the afro, Man. blowing in the wind. He's he was flying. the first Mike. He was first Mike. Um, and and he, he was the man. And then as far as off the court goes, Julius Irvin is a stand-up. Yeah, I feel like he cut from that. General, he's like a stand-up Godfather, like man, like he's the man. Yeah, cut from the wood. Cut from that Obama Denzel cloth, <laughs> exactly. Morgan Freeman cloth. <laughs> <laughs> like they're like stoic, older gentlemen. They are, and that's why I didn't want to say man. Like he, he, like sir. Like I say, yeah, Julius. Yeah. Like I would say, how you doing, Mister like, Irvin? It's just like you see him, and it's just like. Automatic like respect. That's factors. it. It's just like oh man, stand like, up, yes sir. How you doing? Yeah, it's no. like one of those type of I, type of deals. I think, uh, and I could be putting a lot on it, but somebody like th- I could see somebody like him running the NBA. Like I, I, he would be a nice commissioner. That would be dope. You know, somebody like, like they're not too many. Like people would say Mike and certain people, but Julius Irvin, I, he could run. The Players Association, he could run the NBA because he's somebody that we all could look up to as black men at, yeah. in a positive, yeah. positive light. Yeah. Have you ever heard Julius Irvin getting into any trouble? Nah. I mean, they also wasn't Twitter back then. So but even with that, you... <laughs> Yeah, my wife is even saying I was she was. Say, like, my wife too. She was like, "Who is that? That's a nice looking brother." Yeah, my wife is even saying he's a good looking old man. I'm like, take it easy. Um, but Julius is just—he seems like a stand-up guy. So that was my other um, 
small forward or somebody I just wanted to mention. And we also have somebody like Elgin Baylor, who... Elgin Baylor was killing. Yeah. He was another player I think could play now Mm -hmm. and was ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was doing stuff that nobody had ever seen. I just wanted to mention, you know, Julius Irvin and and, uh, Elgin Baylor. I got somebody, too, as small forwards, but injuries killed it for him. Grant Hill. I remember when Grant Hill came out. First of all, I was super pumped that it was another guy with my last name. I could get a jersey. I know you were. And to see the stuff. (laughs) Even though he went to trash Duke. Hey, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen. Come on. I know you guys have been listening. By now, every podcast, there's a Duke reference to a player. I didn't mean it. Dorian said it, not me. If you go back. Every episode, Grant Hill, what school did he go to? Duke. I told you, deep down inside. Anywho, I just felt like Grant came to the league. He was killing, man. Yes, he was. Killing. Very all-around player, man. Like, I, it hurt me to see him, the injuries kill him like that, man. Like, dude was going to be a monster. He was Killing for the first couple of years he was there yeah. in Detroit. Yeah. Killing. But the injuries kind of. They said that was like the first LeBron. Jack of all trades. And. Grant was killing, man. And he tried. He he, he went to several teams after that. No, it he wasn't was, the same. It wasn't. But, he, but as we touched on a couple episodes back. It's hard to just stop playing basketball. Is, you know, yeah. we we wonder why certain guys keep trying to play at 40 and yeah. 38 with all these injuries. That's all you know. He really didn't get his fair share, like you said, of, of playing in the league. Um, but sometimes, and we don't see it until later, but everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And other doors have opened up for him. He has a beautiful family. Yeah. He owns some art galleries. Now he's majority owner of the Hawks. Inside stuff. He's on inside stuff. He he's, he does TV person. He's a TV personality guy. So I mean, sometimes you know the Lord got other things for you, but I just feel robbed because I was such a big Grant Hill fan. I understand. I didn't buy the feelers, but I had the first pair. My <laughs> dad bought them for me, and they were smooth too. They, like they were cool. Yeah. I just couldn't rock feelers for some reason. I was a Nike snob. Yeah. As most people in the world, like, they look at you and say you don't have Jordans or Nike. I did have a Detroit Pistons Hill jersey, and I wore it proudly because that was my last name Yeah, on the jersey. Yeah, he was the man. He was the man. Um, Talking talking about injuries, uh, I'll just piggyback off of you because Mm -hmm. my favorite guy that got injured uh, all time was Penny Hardaway. Oh, man. That um, poor man. He was cut from that Magic Johnson cloth, six eight, six nine point guard, had eyes in the back of his head. Him and Shaq, oh my goodness, it was scary in Orlando. It was scary. Penny, I mean, Penny was Magic with more athleticism. He was could shoot, jump out of the gym. If he would have played a full career, we would on he'd be it would have been scary what numbers he would have put up, man. Oh, man. And then you know they had then they brought out the little penny campaign, and he was just another guy that was just a good dude. Yeah, you know he, he had it. He had it all. The image, and I think, I mean, you know, they had that what is it thirty for thirty with him and Shaq. Mm-hmm. I think Shaq knew that too, and he felt like maybe pennies stardom was going to overtake his. That's why he bounced. But I think if he would, he should have just stayed, man. They they would have. Shaq had a lot of running. Dynasty. With, Shaq had a lot of running with amazing point guards or shooting guards, and he just can't get it together. I mean, it's an alpha male. Shaq wants to be. Yeah. We know that. Yeah. Because uh, it happened with Kobe. I don't know what happened really with the D-Way thing. But, yeah, Penny, when Shaq left, I cried, man. I, I, I wished and hoped that Shaq got hurt in L.A., and he did because yeah. – he, I think, had an abdominal strain trying to do the Merton Hanks dance right, um, right. running down the court. But I was so sad, man. Penny was the man. Penny was, man. You know, just, those years that they were up there battling the Bulls, those, man. I, like you said, Penny was it, man. Yeah, it's just that Nick Anderson couldn't make the free throws. And I, yeah, I will say it again because he missed 
four straight free throws. All you needed was one. And after that, Shaq left, and then everybody just So I blame Nick Anderson. Everybody started hurting. <sighs> Ridiculous, man. Penny got hurt. Ridiculous. Dang. I'm upset now thinking about it. Anyway, let's let's go to power forwards, man. Who who do you have power forward? Uh, I don't want to mention this dude, but you cannot discredit his game. Don't cheat him. Go ahead, go ahead, say his name. Mr. Fundamentals. Go ahead, say his name. Tim Duncan. There it is. That dude came in the league. First of all, let me get this off my chest. Oh, here we go. He had an unfair advantage coming into the league. The Spurs had a down year that one year. They were a solid team still. They got the number one pick. They already had David Robinson. Tim Duncan comes in, gets mentored by David Robinson, which makes him even better than what he already was. Mm -hmm. And he had a Hall of Fame career. Just, you can't take nothing away from dude. You knew that bank shot was coming. He was going to get it in the post, three dribbles. That's it. Fade away, bank shot. Yep. Then on defense, you had to worry about him blocking shots. He wasn't the fastest, most athletic dude. But you had to know where Tim was at all times. IQ. High. IQ. High IQ. Um... Could he have had a Hall of Fame career if he got drafted by a different team? Who was next? I don't even remember that year. It was 97, so trying to freestyle it here. Okay. Uh, Keith Van Horn went two. So he would would have been going to Philadelphia. I don't think it would have been the same. He would have still put up numbers. Mm Mm-hmm. But like we said before, you go to Philly to die. <laughs> well, third pick was Chauncey going to Boston, and then it was Vancouver and uh, Antonio Daniels. I think he might have had an okay career if he would have went to Boston. I think Philly, Philly, and Tim Duncan just that just don't even sound right. It don't because it's gully, hardcore <laughs> gully. Nothing about Tim Duncan is gully or hardcore. He got a back tattoo. He also wears. Jeans. Here we go. Made Take by it. Mecca. Tim Duncan got every single check from his whole career. He probably do. Because <laughs> he clearly didn't use it on no fits. <laughs> and no hair. <laughs> um, well, I'm going the opposite. I'm going somebody that's crazy, that's oh. out of control. Wow. <laughs> that will curse you out. Um, that's not quiet at all. That probably had every velour sweatsuit and Lord chain, <laughs> and that would be Kevin Garnett for Man. me. As everybody knows, one of my favorite players of all time. It's not. I, I mean, I could talk about him all day. Big man that can shoot, dribble, pass, play the one through five, yep. offense and defense, and uh, had more passion than anybody I've ever seen uh, for the game. He. He really changed the game for power forward. Yeah. Before KG, we didn't see power forwards that did the things that he did on the court. Even though Tim Duncan was in that same era, he didn't have that same impact on the game as KG, KG did. Because mm-hmm. I remember going to – me and my dad actually went to his first professional game. The Lakers used to have this shootout – in the preseason, mm-hmm. it was sort of like a tournament format. And KG's first game was at that shootout. And I just remember seeing this kid that was just super enthusiastic, yep. sweating in preseason. I mean, and, uh, and layup, in the layup line, yeah. Like, wow. I mean, we all saw the videos and what he did in high school. But to translate that and transition that to the NBA was something that we hadn't seen. Yeah. Like I said before, I, I can't stress it enough. Fifteen footer fadeaway, Man. could jump, he'll dunk on you. And, Soft touch and talk trash. Oh yeah, it was. I mean, he's he's spitting on spitting on you because he's cursing at you, not yes, really, yes. you know. But he's in your face. 
and he's getting you frustrated. Yeah. And he'll curse his coach out, yeah. assistant coach, the trainer. But off the court, he's probably a nice guy. Like, hang yeah. out. With, it's just a passion on the court. I think he's 100, court. though. I think he yeah. would still be 100 yeah. off the court. Yeah, but, it, it, I mean, he wants to win. Yeah. And that's kind of what you see with Russell, as you yeah. touched on earlier. But I, KG, for me, man, um, easy, hands down. Yeah. I knew you was going to say KG. Uh, yeah, of course you did. Everybody listening knew that, too. So, let's end it with centers. Centers. You know who I'm going to say. My favorite all-time center, Hakeem Olajuwon. Ooh. That's my guy. We Footwork was crazy. Footwork. And everybody know the dream shake. Apparently. Yeah, David Robinson looked I would say, apparently, David Robinson didn't get the uh, video. He didn't get that memo. No. I, and I don't know why. <laughs> Bruh, you know what's coming. He didn't know it was coming. That's the problem. You knew it was coming. But Akeem, for me, was, he was, man, if I if I could start a team, I would start it with Akeem. You, like, you take him over Shaq? Yeah, because you see what he did to Shaq. That was a young young Shaq. It don't matter. He murdered Shaq. That's when Shaq was still rapping. It was, because he was talking about dunking on me. Didn't happen. Akeem averaged 21 think 11 and 2. Damn, that's crazy. But he was just so nimble as a center, like a big guy. Another another player that was ahead of his time. Because back in the day, in the 80s, centers were stiff, slow. Yeah, yeah. Couldn't do nothing. Then you got this dude, Akeem Olajuwon, coming in, stutter stepping, <laughs> spinning, and doing all these fakes. And you're like, what in the world? It's scary, right? Had a good, solid 15-footer. Yeah. It was a great leader for yeah. that team that, that went back-to-back when Mike retired. I had to throw that in. Took a shot at Mike. I don't have a center. Really? Nah. No Will Chamberlain? I'm not. I'm, I, know, I don't think Will counts. I'm not going with the default that the NBA and all these people like Bill Russell and Will Chamberlain. I didn't see them play in it. Will Chamberlain was seven foot playing with people five one five that. two. No, I'm not racist or nothing like that. But he was playing against little white dudes. I'm <laughs> but, sorry. But even if it was little black guys or little Asian or Hispanic, whatever, they were little dudes. Five, this is like five one five two. So I'm not little dudes. Can Will Chamberlain shoot threes? I don't even think Will Chamberlain had a jump shot. Period. Could he dribble? I don't think so. All right then. So then they weren't they okay were, then. So I'm good. not. So I don't have a center. Um, no I would. Kareem? I mean, I could throw Kareem in there. I, I didn't see enough to um, to to put him in there. But the hook alone, I will say this: he created a shot as we talked about um, earlier with George Gervin. He created a shot that nobody has ever been able to to duplicate. Yeah, and nobody could stop that. Nah, he was, he was taking the hook from like 15. fifteen. It was off one leg. So ain't seen nothing like it. Kareem, you know he and he's the NBA scoring leader. Yeah, all time yeah. scoring leader. Nobody can stop it. He was a bad boy. Even in UCLA, he was killing. So Kareem, yeah, I'll I, I'll put him in there. I would draft him. I you know if you take a king, I probably would take Shaq. But then after Shaq, if you know somebody took him, I would take I would take a Kareem easy. Nor be the Sabonis. Please, okay. <laughs> Please, I take. It's uh, not too many all-around centers. Sabonis, David Robinson could go in that list too that we mentioned earlier. Yeah, he's he, he's he's he cut. solid on both ends. Yeah, he's cut from that like Dwight Howard build, yeah, like very yeah, very like yeah. in great shape. But centers that I'm trying to think, I know Kevin McHale probably. You Kevin want McHale the, was solid. You know he was a and he's they, very underrated. Too. Yeah, but they 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 praise like people like Bill Walden. I'm not doing that. He had one good year or whatever. Then he got hurt. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, I, I don't really like Bill Walton because he, when he was a commentator for the Clippers, he used to talk so much trash. Yeah, we we won't talk about that. Um, but so we we touched on older players. Yeah. So let's just talk about some of the current guys. I think we started this with Russell. This is how we got on this whole yeah. topic. Um, I don't know if you want to go by position. Or it's you, not too many of these guys now for me. I mean, I got a couple, but all right. you said Russell. Who you got? I'm going. I'm still going with him. I don't think I put him in for MVP, mm-hmm. but I did put him in my top five. Would be Kawhi Leonard. 
Kawhi Leonard. He I can't like, get the MVP, though. I like Kawhi, man. I, I, I really, and I don't know why I do this, but I try to judge people outside of basketball. I don't know why I do this. Like, yeah, I know we, the we guy. Both do, I, I don't know why. Like, he could be somebody out of control going to parties with Jamie Foxx and good. drinking and smoke, whatever. But he seems like a nice stand-up guy. Hey, man. <laughs> Shout out to Kawhi Leonard. You're still driving your 97 Tahoe or something. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And using coupons at Wingstop. If that don't tell you. And you just signed, what, 90 million? Mm-hmm. Mm. You're doing it right, Kawhi. So, and being in that system in San Antonio. He's. Guard, he has to guard the best player on every team. He guards everybody on the team. When they play Golden State that first game. He was up in them. We he, talked about that term. Exactly. We talked about the term. Man. He was in Steph's back pocket. Ugh. So, I, I, I have Kawhi. I, I really think at San Diego State. Yeah. Uh, nobody was. They probably had people going, scouts looking at him, but popping them new. Yeah. Because he, he, he didn't get. For him. Yeah, pop new. And smart player. He's man. very smart. He doesn't look <laughs> like nah at all. He looks like a not a hood guy, but I guess because he has the old braids, people just judge a book by his cover tattoos. He's he's an amazing basketball player to me. Like he's the best um defensive offensive player in the league. Yeah. In my for sure, opinion. For sure. So I I have Kawhi. Yeah. Who who you got, man? Again. I don't want to say it. Yes, you do. But you got to respect the dude. This is Dorian's favorite player, people. <laughs> and he wants him on the Clippers. I already know where he's going. Draymond Green. Ooh, Draymond, if you're listening, Dorian is a big fan. Send him a jersey. He'll take a T-shirt. <laughs> Man. I can't. Like you said, the off-the-court stuff and whatever, we don't know the people, but we just kind of judge them off that. But as far as a basketball fan and my knowledge of basketball and knowing the game, you you can't not mention the dude. Yeah. He affects the game on so many levels. Like, I feel like the Warriors wouldn't be as good as they are they without wouldn't. that dude. They wouldn't. He gets the ball at the top of the key. And puts pressure on the defense to make a decision. Either you're going to stop them or you're going to make them pass the ball off to the killers that's going to make a three. And then on defense, he's just as crazy. I mean, he might kick a few people, but... I knew knew it was coming. He he affects the game, man. I don't know if he was that type of player at Michigan State. He probably was. Like, I always heard his name, but I just never got to see too much. They said he was was solid. I know he lost some weight, too. He lost a lot of weight coming into the league. So, that... That the, helped. Yeah, that'll change everything. Uh, I just I just didn't see him as being this well rounded. Like he is some somebody that every team in the league could benefit from having. And I was going to ask you about that because you made a good point. If you took Draymond out of the Warriors system and on a team, and you put him somewhere like Cleveland, oh man, because you still have the King out there, you do. so that that hurts Draymond, correct? Kind of. Because then he, his role changes. He, yeah, because he, does, he doesn't have a ball. So you need him to – so you really need him somewhere where you have guys that don't really facilitate for themselves. So right. what about if – well, see, even the Clippers is another situation. True. But then he could play in Portland. He could play in Portland. He could play in Portland. He could play in Phoenix. Phoenix a lot of people can play in Phoenix. We could play in Phoenix. They need a lot of help. They do. Um, but I, I agree. I agree with you. I mean, it, that's just, that's just something for you guys to think about. If you guys could think of a team that Draymond would fit, tweet us Yeah, and, you know, give us why your reasoning why, but Draymond is an amazing basketball player. I think yeah, his IQ man. is very strong. The system in it, that he's in makes it that much easier for him, yeah. but I think he's also worked on his game and his body to, to lose weight to even take it to that next level. Some guys will be like, oh, I'm going to go to state. I, I'm chilling. Right, right. Uh, he's, an, he's an elite basketball player, and I, I won't be afraid to say that. He, he is. Uh, if they didn't have Draymond, 
they wouldn't have won the championship and they wouldn't have won those 73 nah, games. I agree with you on that. You know, so everybody, they play their position well. Um, I'll piggyback off of you and and say, I, I'll i say this guy, uh, he's still trying to come into his own. He, he was hurt, but I'll say Paul George. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know Paul is um, still working on trying to get back to 100%, but I see a lot of upside on him. Yeah. And I think he has to take on more of the offensive load with his team, even though they have some some yeah, key they've been, guys. they've been really disappointing. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of dis- – it's very disappointing, actually. But he can defend. His, his arms are long, very athletic, can yeah. shoot. Yeah. I, I saw him play the Lakers, and he hit – I think it was like two or three straight. The game was close, and then near the end, he just turned it on. So I think sometimes he he can just turn it on when he wants to. So I like Paul. Yeah. Uh, I think he's not as versatile as Draymond would be. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, like you said, like he's very versatile, and I feel like he wants to be one of the best in the league. So he's worked at. Being a well-rounded player, yeah, like we've seen him take his offensive game to a next level. Now he's working on the defensive end, mm-hmm. and I think being and playing in the Olympics kind of helped him a lot. It's yeah. going to help him a lot. Yeah. I mean, so far it hasn't really panned out because they've been kind of. But I think also too, you got a lot of new guys over there. System, yeah. It'll so be okay. it's a lot going on. Uh, out there, you know, you got you got a lot of Jeff Teague is thinking the place up. He couldn't make a jump shot the other night to save his life. I mean, Man. they stopped they stopped playing D on him. They Terrible. just said they said shoot. Terrible. Um, but yeah, I guess you like you said the new system, the new people. But I I got Paul man. Um, who else from this new this new class? I mean, we didn't even mention the dude. He just retired, Kobe. Well, uh, yeah, I guess you're right. Kobe's like Kobe's like Mike. He is. It's just a default. You got to put him in there, right? Kobe's like Mike. I guess we'll just do that. We'll just Mike go ahead. Kobe. No, Mike and Kobe just they there. They there, man. We. I mean, you. He's top. Some people have already said top five of all time. Yeah, Kobe. Yeah. He he had to be doing <laughs> offense and defense to get in that list. It's true. So, that Kobe, I didn't, you know. Yeah. I mean, as far as the people, for me, it was just Draymond is, and Kawhi Leonard, to me, are like the standouts of this crop of NBA players. So, I, I got two players, and I got I know one player that, that, that we've talked about a few times, and it's unfortunate because he's on a terrible team. Hell, the first game he put up fifty and sixteen, and they lost. Bruh, that dude. And, and so this is somebody, and you know by now, Anthony Davis. That is someone that is very, very well rounded. That's a good call, and, and I, I but and you didn't it. say him because his team is so awful. That's why the world doesn't really praise him because. He should be talked about all the time. MVP all the time. And it's not your fault. Right. He's playing out there in New Orleans. The Fifth Ward. Lil Wayne, Birdman and them. He, they're terrible. Master P out there. They're terrible. Yo, His I team think, is awful. I think offering. I read something. He was the first player. I guess he has 148 points to be 0-4. See? Just like that. 0-4. They haven't won. And, 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 and his first... Game of the of the season, the opening week, he put up fifty, sixteen, seven, five, two, something crazy. Then the next game came back forty plus. I told you he was against the Warriors. He almost had seventy. Uh, you're right, he did. <laughs> you're right. So Anthony Davis is somebody that I think that's a good call, man. Uh, it, and don't feel bad. No, I don't feel bad. I just forgot to mention him because, like you said, the market he's in. The, Pelicans, you don't really They're terrible. About, They're terrible. And so with AD, um, I had another player who probably won't get the same dude now that D-Way's there is Jimmy Butler. I think he is somebody that's... He's that, a good two-way player. He's a good two-way player. But because D-Way's there, and D-Way's another good two-way player. He is. He's all uh, around. 
But I think those guys are trying to win. Yeah. And Jimmy knows that. And having Rondo out there and new guys, I, I've seen him kind of just – he's trying to figure it out. Yeah. Uh, it's always a learning process. And, but upcoming, I know this guy is young. I've seen him throw his name around would be Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. To yeah. see, But it's so early. It is early. Uh, but I – I feel like he needs to be more consistent. I agree. But you got a lot of guys out there trying to get buckets. Yeah. Levine and Wiggins, Wiggins and yeah. uh, Chris Dunn that we met. So you got a lot of guys, a lot of guys trying to get buckets. Uh, True. And we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, that's, that's a, those are good calls, man. I, yeah. I I just was drawing a blank with the new guys because it's tough. You got more guys. It's more offense now. We could even talk and mention KD. We've seen what he's done in his first few games with the Warriors. Yeah. He, he he is on the defensive end, getting blocks, and he'll he'll uh, get a couple steals here and there. He's not really a facilitator, right? He and he knows that he's just score score only score yeah. score score. But Draymond is the facilitator of that team. And um, I'll end it with LeBron. We didn't talk about LeBron, but we don't. We LeBron is another default. Yeah, we didn't even need to mention that uh, guy. But I well, think for me, he's number one for me all time. Okay. Like, I know Magic is my favorite player all time. Okay. But as far as all around, basketball can do no wrong, has no weaknesses. Mm-hmm. LeBron. He's about number one, too. I don't, I don't disagree with you at all. That dude can do any and everything on the court. Everybody was talking about his killer instinct. That he didn't have when he was younger. That's gone away. Well, you know, and we'll touch on this in one of these. And you know how I feel about this. Media and the fans, when you're winning. Yeah, yeah. Come on, man. And then when you're losing, they're going to find something. They're going to talk. Russell and KD are playing against each other. Somebody's going to have to win and win that game. Somebody's going to lose. And guess what? The media is going to tear you up until they see each other again. The Warriors won. Then last year, they, they were up 3-1 and lost. Everybody was talking so bad about LeBron. Oh, you guys are down 3-1. You went back to Cleveland. They turned around and won the chip. And they praised the hell out of them. And then they started talking about, well, is Steph really that good? This right. and that. That's tough. That's, this is the same year that he got the MVP unanimously. Yeah. That's the first time ever. So then within weeks, you flip it. So, like I heard them say, they build you up, they tear you down. That's how it is, man. So, but that'll be probably a whole episode. LeBron uh, is an amazing basketball player. He's an amazing athlete. He's an amazing businessman. He's just a he has an empire. He he is doing it right. He is. I mean, he fired his agent. He brought his boys on. That's what you're supposed to do. Like. He hired he he married his high school sweetheart. I don't know. I can't say nothing bad about him. Some, some people will find bad things to say about him. We joke about his hair, but that's just jokes. Hey man, we all going through it. Like yeah, I'm, I'm bald. I it's nothing. I can. It I'm bald. My hair is gone. Hey, mine thinning out, bro. <laughs> so, but that's and and people talk about. They try to find, like you said, nitpick. They try yeah. to find what they can. LeBron has done everything right. Yes, and, yes. And and this and I'm gonna say this, if he wins another ring in Cleveland, oh please. You 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 gotta you gotta start talking that talk. You gotta start to, you know that talk I'm talking about. You gotta start talking that because I can't see my face, but you got for somebody to you gotta start cause that's four. For for me You gotta start talking that talk. Yeah. Don't let him win five. These I, I, don't even, with, I don't even think he needs to pass Mike as far as... I'm talking about even Kobe. Kobe has five, right? Yeah. But I, I think for me, he's already passed Kobe. Mm. Like, we talking about all around, like, best to ever play. LeBron affects the game on every level. Like, every level. Like, he rebounds. He passes. He plays D. He's a leader. He blocked that shot. Iguodala. Man. I'm trying to tell people. I'm trying to tell people. Like his commercial said, like, they always talk about he passed too much. But he makes the best play for that time. Like I said, basketball IQ high. We're so used to seeing people shoot, 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 Mm -hmm. shoot. Mm -hmm. When LeBron sees something, if somebody's more open than he is, he'll dish it. We all took that as, you know, he's scared of the moment. But he's looking at it like... This is the best play. 
he's made everybody on Cleveland better. If you look at everybody's situation, even my favorite player, Jr., yeah. who was out of control, oh, when he was in Denver with AI and Carmel, he, they were just jacking up shots. Jr. wasn't a, a good, smart basketball player. Now I've seen Jr. pass up open threes or yeah. shots to get somebody else involved. Yeah. That has to be because of LeBron, Kyrie, those guys, Kevin Love, Amon Shumpers working on his jump shot, Chan- Shannon Fry, um, Richard Jefferson. Everybody, you could keep, you could name everybody. Right. On the team. So I agree with you totally. He makes the game so much easier for everybody around him. And that's the definition of uh, all-around player. That's all-around how, player, best player to do it. Man, I think we can end it right there. To be honest, you just said it right there. I think we can end it. Yeah. I'm Kyle. I'm Dory. Man, you guys have an amazing day. This is uh, Hardwood Basketball. Just execute. Just remember to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Check out our uh, online store and just interact with us, man. Come on. Yeah, we we really we can't stress that enough. We appreciate the comments uh, and the listens, but and hit, all the texts and stuff that we're getting. Hit hit and phone call. Hit us up Twitter uh, on on what is it iTunes? Yeah, please leave us a review and let and let us know. Get get active with us, man. We we won't feel bad, good or bad. I've gotten a few comments from people. Uh, that I've run across at the gym and at work, good and bad. And yeah. I appreciate that because we can work on exactly. stuff once you tell us. We want to be better for y'all. So. Yeah. So you guys. Again, thanks for listening. Yeah. We're out of here. We out. Later.